download episodes of previous shows. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Welcome. When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Welcome, and we are Melanated in Seattle. Where we hail because we want to. <laughs> ready to go but i'm excited we're back with another week of melanated in seattle yes, and i want to say that i definitely love everybody i've been pouring a lot of i've been my cup been overflowing so i've been pouring into y'all and y'all know that so i just want y'all to know that i really do appreciate y'all for hanging in there listening and catching this healing with me and jess you know and i want y'all to know that i am great i am wonderful i honestly don't have too much to say about you know that aspect because I'm great. I can't repeat it enough, but I do want to tell y'all how the week went, but let's go ahead and see how Jess is first. How are you doing, Jess? Yes, y'all. Hey, hey, everybody. Again, like Drika said, I hope y'all are doing well. Um, I want to say like, again, y'all, thank y'all for the support. Y'all have still been coming through and showing us so much love. Um, remember to download and give those five star reviews. Uh, but other than that, um, you know, I'm getting out of just always being like, I'm good. I'm good. Y'all, you know, when when you think that you like mastered your healing and you realize like there's an area where you really <laughs> haven't been healing and now you're being challenged to hear, hit like heal in that area. Um, that's where I've been at. Like I've had to have a lot of hard conversations, like a lot. And although it's good, like it's definitely not a bad thing because I feel myself healing. I feel so uncomfortable, y'all. So I am fighting against the uncomfortability that I have been feeling. And I think in kind of it creates anxiety. So like fighting that. So I've been fighting. I feel like I've been at war. Pushing against the grain. Pushing against the grain, y'all. I've been pushing against the grain, but ultimately it feels good because I'm coming out on the other end of it. And like all of the hard conversations that I've needed to have have been successful. And I think it's been healing. So it's good. But I think it's the pushing against the grain that I can't lie and say doesn't feel like I just again I feel like I've been at battle. I feel like I've been at a whole war so and that's with myself like And what I tell you like you feel like you've been at war because you over there being hard-headed being you pushing against the grain exactly. You're so tired and exhausted of fighting things that you don't even really have to fight. Yes. 
getting to a space where it's like, okay, I don't even have to do this. So you made those things the way that you did because you living in that false reality, that yes. false fantasy world that we have. And girl, because you know I was living heavy in mine. Ooh, Jesus. Yes, and listen, baby, I'm coming out of it. So it is nice. I'm starting to have those hard conversations and, you know, your girl is coming out on the other end, but I do feel tired, but I'm here and I'm happy y'all. And this is why, again, we always say, don't think that we're perfect. Don't think we're telling you we just mastered it all because clearly we, we haven't. We ain't. And right. ain't even close to finishing because also I've been struggling this week. I've been conflicting, battling myself in my head because it's time for me to level up. Well, it's already happened y'all, but it's it's gonna happen a little more because there's when you, just when you think you done reached a new level and you content, nah, it's another level. Just like on them people's streams, man. Like <laughs> I want, I'm ready, I'm ready for my purple ring. I want my blue one. I want my whatever. Anyway, so no, like I definitely have been like uncomfortable because I realized that you got to get uncomfortable more than once. Mm. So when I decided to get uncomfortable the first time, I got comfortable being uncomfortable and when I had to go be uncomfortable again at a different rate at a different level I was struggling because I was already comfortable where I was at I was comfortable in the first change that I made and it's like no sis you got more changes to make so let's go ahead and push through so that has everything to do with today's subject you know and that's being your own best friend like mm. people don't realize that we so quick to call everybody named mama our best friend but when has you ever called yourself your best friend it's so true. We lean on everybody else rather than because, listen, you always going to have your best friend. But I think the first person you always need to run to is you. And mm. we don't I don't even I think I'm just getting to a space where I start to do that because I can admit that I think I saw I would seek that a lot from my best friend, from my friends, from my lovers, from just anybody to be that for me, to give me that validation, to give me strength, mm -hmm. to speak over me, to encourage me. And it's like, why can I do this shit myself? Why can I tell myself that I'm beautiful <laughs> and great? And because when I tell y'all yeah. I've been, you are this Londrell, we keep telling y'all, y'all need to listen to it. Love and relationships is my favorite one. Love though, and relationships is that when one. When people first listen to love and relationships, they're going to look at it from, they're going to look at it from they're going to look at it from a point of view of like love and relationships they're talking about somebody else like you're you're talking about the relationship with somebody else and in reality when you truly understand love and relationships you know that they're talking about you yeah you're talking about yourself you're talking about the relationship that you have with yourself and within like and that would that thing shook me when i really was able to listen like cuz i used to listen to it mm -hmm. but when i listen to it now in the space that i'm in this about me <laughs> loving me showing up for me mm. growing and healing for me mm. and that's why I say y'all like that Londrell I and it's crazy because you know I think it's hard like especially with meditation like people used to always tell me like girl you need to meditate like you need to meditate and you need to speak over yourself and I really never knew what that looked like and it's so crazy because in those moments of me doing it, like, y'all, I would literally, I got my sage. I'm saying what I'm no longer claiming. But also when I like that Paleo Santos, when I, again, I'm telling myself how beautiful I am. I'm telling myself how deserving I am. I'm speaking these things over myself. I'm telling myself that I am love. I am light. 
I, I will have everything that it is that I want to have. Mm-hmm. Like all of this. And it's crazy because again, these were things that I needed other people to tell me, or I thought I needed, <laughs> you know, that validation. Like, well, if, if none of these people are telling me this, then how can it be true? Mm-hmm. But why do I need anybody else to tell me? Why can't I tell myself and believe it? And it, and like you said, it's so different when you're doing it. And it's like, I actually believe the things I'm I'm saying. <laughs> I know that I am beautiful. I know mm-hmm. that I am love. I am light. I'm deserving. I know all of this. Stuff is true. Yes. Yeah. I'm being my own best friend. I'm leaning on me first. Before anything mm-hmm. else, I'm going to lean on me. Because like I was telling just earlier, like I reached a level where I thought like, okay, I am being transparent. I am being open. And then came to realize my transparency was limited still by my own fears and my insecurities and realizing that is the fact that, you know, I've come to realize in these past couple of days, like, although I'm being transparent and open, I am still secretly relying on some type of voice validation. Like I feel like I need to hear stuff in reality. What do I need to hear it for? As long as I'm being open and honest with myself, I need to hear it from myself. And, you know, I was talking about how, you know, Telling somebody how I feel, like genuinely, genuinely feel about them or about how I'm feeling in the situation. And it's like, although I thought I was transparent and was like, I like you, not understanding that like is so very much so vague. Like, what do I like? What about you do I like? Stop telling people you like them because that's very much so vague. And and I'm going to change that, about, like change it up. Like, because that's something I've always done. Why am I keep on telling somebody like, you know, what do I like about you? Right. I like the light that I see in you. I like the love that radiates from your skin. I like when you talk and it just makes sense. Like, you know, connecting on a different type of level, being able to touch somebody mentally without touching them physically. Mm-hmm. And that is extremely important. And that is why I was like, I got to be honest, not for that person and for the sake, but for myself and be like, I said what I said. And I'm the only validation that I need because I'm validating my feelings when I'm speaking them. Just because they're not reciprocated or if they won't be reciprocated or the fear that of that they won't be reciprocated, I'm not saying how I feel out loud because I'm afraid of the, I'm afraid of what could happen. I could lose my situation. I could lose that person. But in reality, if that person runs scared, that's not your person. Let that person go. But be true to who you are and speak about how you feel because if not, you're lying. You're lying again. I'm lying. I'm lying to myself. And not only am I lying to this, myself, I'm lying to this person that I told them that they could have this complete transparency from me. Mm-hmm. And I got to fix that, y'all. Definitely fixing that before Tuesday. I'm dead. No, I definitely agree with that. And I think a thing that now I'm thinking about in my mind is I think about like past relationships and dating And I think a big issue was constantly being frustrated by the lack of validation and just feeling like I should have that, like that's something that a person should give. And I think, you know, you're so right. Like, why, you know, why do I, why does it not, or why don't I feel validated just because you're not saying it? Because really I should feel validated in the fact that I'm speaking what I feel and I'm being honest but rather I am using this person as what I need to feel that. And it's like, no, I should be able to feel this in myself. And I think that was the downfall of a lot of situations in my life, not even just relationships, but just, you know, a lot of things where it was like, because I wasn't hearing it, 
that wasn't enough. I needed the validation of other people. And the whole time it's like, girl, like by you speaking the truth, you were validating yourself. So that was all you really needed. You're just dependent on these people's words and you've allowed that to seem like that's the only way for validation to be a thing. And it's like, it's not. I'm valid because I spoke my truth. Mm-hmm. And that was me validating myself. myself because you feel like validation is the reciprocation of your feelings and reality. Validation is you validating that what you feel is real. You're acknowledging that this is real and I'm letting it out. I'm not holding it in. So now I'm truly living in that transparency that I speak of. I'm truly allowing myself to be myself wholeheartedly. And for me, that is why there's been so much frustration and tension where I'm at because it's like, Baby, you got stuff to say. You got stuff you feeling and you ain't said it. And it's okay. I don't have to wait for, you know, the other party to initiate how, you know, the transparency that I'm seeking. In reality, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to lead with that. I'm afraid to lead with how I feel. I'm afraid to say the things that I know I need to say. But in reality, it's okay for me to say how I feel and and let that person know. Like, I don't have to get a response. I don't want you to feel obligated to respond to me in this moment. But I'm cool with where things are at. But I'm letting you know where I stand. I'm letting you know that I'm willing to see where things go from here. I'm willing to I'm willing to give you the time to process what it is I'm saying as well. Because how do I expect you to, in that moment, decide how you feel? In that moment, to reciprocate what it is that I'm telling you when I haven't even given you the opportunity to truly receive it. And who am I to say how long it takes you to receive it? Let me give you some, let me give you some time. Mm-hmm. Let me give you some, a couple days. Like if it's meant to play out the way it's supposed to play out, it's going to without me forcing it, pushing it, pushing my ideas or what I want onto you, mm-hmm. you know? And as our best friends, because I'm my best friend, I had to go ahead and tell that's those talks. I tell people all the time, talk to yourself, talk out loud to yourself. Cause we know our deepest fears. We know our darkest secrets. We hide things from ourselves daily thinking we hide and shit in reality you don't because you're just bearing it in your subconscious mind Mm. you know you did it you know this ain't right you know all of these things but you're justifying why you're doing what you're doing and that's exactly why you keep giving everybody else the benefit of the doubt because you want the benefit of the doubt damn because now i'm y'all the whole time i'm listening to jay and that's why i'm saying y'all get you some friends where you can hit you listen to them and get some healing or like just you know I don't know, because I'm in my mind and I'm like, damn, I think I probably did that too, where I was feeling like you're forced to, like, I've just opened up with vulnerability and telling you how I feel. And I feel like you're obligated to respond right now. And it's like, it's okay for you to not, why is it that with me speaking my truth now, it means that you got to speak yours. Or that you have to even know what your truth is because maybe you don't. don't, Yeah, like maybe you're not ready or maybe you're still fighting it. And I got to give you time to fight yourself or sort yourself out, your your things and your thoughts. Because it took me a minute to get these thoughts. Yes. (sighs) I'm stressed out, y'all. Right, because we spend (laughs) so much time saying, why couldn't you get to this place that I was in? And it's like, because they're just not there. And it's not fair for us to feel like... They have to be. Because how long did it take me to get there? Man. That's not going to take that into consideration. Like, Yeah. That don't mean I got to wait forever to, to to produce results, but that does mean I'm letting go of the outcome of the situation and living in my truth because today, tomorrow, if you decide you want to walk away, I don't have to heal from this. Yeah. I don't. Mm, exactly. And I did. I, I, was, I was guilty of that, y'all. I'm just like, oh, my God. 
you know, when you realize like you played more of a part than you thought in the demise of a lot of situations, Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, that I was, it was the impatience. It was like, you're not there. And I just opened up and I just spilled my heart and I just said all of this and you don't have nothing to say. And you're, you're, you're telling me you're not ready or you don't want to talk about it. And now I'm upset. I'm mad. And it's like, what girl, <laughs> Shut up. all for Did you it? to feel validated. Like, yeah. cause you over here being codependent, depending on everybody else, but you and not knowing that depending mm -hmm. on you was enough. And that's why, I like, when I was telling you and I was like, dang, I might smoke too much, man. Because when I was listening to Adam's Theory from Lauryn Hill, mm -hmm. I, I've listened to that song a million times, y'all. And I've never heard that song like I heard that song the other day. And being able to truly understand what it is Lauren was saying and feeling like, nah, I really know her. I understand why people thought she was crazy because if you wasn't ready to hear this, you wasn't going to be able to receive it. Mm -hmm. And basically, like she said, Adam lives in theory. Theory, metaphorically, Adam is a man and everybody wants to blame something on someone. And the theoretically, what has society done? We blamed our whole demise on Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. a man and a woman that chose a, to eat a fruit off of a tree that the serpent told her to eat. Not understanding that Adam was Adam and that serpent was that penis. <laughs> that serpent was that penis. And when you opened yourself up to that sexual act, you've opened yourself up to the world. You've opened yourself up to so much. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to be, now you're lusting. Now you're, you're, you're moving with your sexual parts. You're not, you, you don't have sex before true maturity. Mm -hmm. You've had sex before you're mentally mature enough to do so. So now that you've done that, instead of you focusing on yourself and growing and, and coming into alignment with your true purpose, you are here chasing everything and everybody. Mm -hmm. That is, yeah, I, baby, because Drinka hit me with that last night and I was like, damn, that makes so much sense. What if like what we experience is based on the fact that we let not that, you know, because again, we talked about the Bible What concept. is the fruit? An apple or a watermelon? What's juicy? This coochie. This, <laughs> this, this coochie is juicy. <laughs> and Adam told his lies. The serpent told his lies to get up in her thighs. I feel like a poet today, y'all. Sorry. That's the vibes. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm so sick of her, y'all. No. <laughs> no, Adam but that's so true. Adam told his lies to get up in them thighs and think about it. No man takes accountability for his shit. Think about it. We've been blaming women for everything. Everybody blamed Eve for eating the apple. Yeah. When in reality, the serpent tricked her. But you didn't care about that serpent. You said she You said she should have known. She shouldn't have done it. But in reality, with the minute you decide to be tricked into giving up your innocence, your seed is your innocence. Mm -hmm. And imagine what you, what you wouldn't have been through if you didn't give up your innocence. I wouldn't have known what love was. I wouldn't have been out here chasing certain things. I wouldn't have been able to move off the, the strength of my body. I wouldn't be able to think with my my, 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 my my dick or my cat. Like, I wouldn't be able to think with those parts. Mm -hmm. So instead of being out here chasing you, you chasing love. Mm -hmm. You chasing your insecurities. You chasing your invalidations. You chasing everything it is because you wanted to find comfort in all these different places but yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dang, Adam lives in theory. Is, that, that shit hit because it's like, we are humanity, and what if humanity, Adam is humanity, you know? And we all, if we are, like they said, made in the image of God, we all have our choice, and God gave us a choice. He gave us the reins to, to steer over our life, the ability to pray and get guidance, you know? The ability to pray and get guidance and get steered in the right way, and when we get the answers, we don't like them. So we do what we want to do and think that God ain't looking out for us. We think there is no God. In reality, if you are made in the image of God, 
you got the tools to move like it. You got the tools to decide your future, your path. And people be like, oh, this so hard. This so, this so hard. But that's the curse of the choices you make. That's the curse made. of the choices you make. And just like those childbearing pains, that is a personal choice that you make when you decide to lay down. Because I've heard women who were happy and healthy in relationships say, they, that baby just dropped in for the thing. Because they probably went about it the right way. They probably did things in a better light. They probably were able to make sure they were happy and healthy before entering that relationship. And they, some of us get lucky. We do. We get lucky to be able to move without having to grow and go through pain. Some of us do because there has to be examples out there in the world. Some of us don't get lucky and we got to learn the hard way. And then we, we have a horrible pregnancy because we, we done split up with the baby daddy. He's giving us hell. Now we in the hospital hurt going through all those pains. But in reality, if you wouldn't have gave it up, you wouldn't have had those. You wouldn't even know what childbirth felt like. You wouldn't. I don't know what childbirth felt. I didn't know. I couldn't attest to it. I couldn't say Eve cursed me with childbirth pains. I never felt them. Right. But now that I felt them, I cursed myself with that shit. Yeah. And that's what I think it, maybe that is all it falls down to. It's not, it is what you do is, or how you curse yourself is like, now dealing with someone who's abusive like you deal with the consequences of making the wrong choice of giving your body to this person and not being mindful of if you were ready to do that or if he she they whoever Mm -hmm. was ready to either so now you're experiencing all of this turmoil and this strife and that is the curse that is the apple because you bit that and it would have been different if you belt a bit an apple that wasn't poisonous, but you bit it. And now here's the consequence yeah. of that apple that you it decided is. to bite into. It looked good. And that, and, it did. and isn't that crazy? Everybody that? else was eating the fruit. And that's, I lost right. my virginity at like 14. Everybody else was eating the fruit and I wanted, I didn't want to be left out. I wanted to, right. I wanted to feel like I fit in, but why do I, why do we feel like we got to fit in a box? And that's what Lauren was saying. Like, we all so busy trying to fit in a box and God didn't make us the same for a reason. Right. We not meant to fit together. Mm. we're not we meant to be different but we are meant to coexist with each other we are meant to play off of each other's strengths not our weaknesses Mm. we are meant to be able to come together and not put labels on everybody it's too many labels out here you got to be bisexual you got to be straight you got to be heterosexual you got to be transgender why can't you just be yourself Mm. why can't we all just be ourselves and live and that's something that I feel like once people come to true healing and realizing that those generational curses is our comfort, is that comfort, that comfort we've been living in, that comfort, those, those survival tactics that are, you know, our parents and our, and that's why they say knowing your history is important because your parents picked them up. They parents picked them up. They parents picked them up and where they get them from slavery. Mm-hmm. So now we are these generational curses. No, they fell into a pattern of comfort because this is what's keeping them alive. And now we in a time where we don't have to survive. We don't have as much things to worry about. We don't have as much. We ain't got to worry about, you know, too many different things. Yeah, we still get discriminated against and people still racist and all this other stuff. But in reality, we have the most availability to focus on self now in the present time than ever. Mm. And that is the best gift black people could have right now is to be able to focus on yourself in the present time. Understanding like, I don't have to survive. I can live. I don't have to worry about a lot of stuff. Ain't nobody taking my kids. Ain't nobody telling me I got to be here. Ain't nobody hitting on me. By, by, I, I have a choice. I'm choosing to get hit on. I'm choosing to be mentally damaged. I'm choosing to be mentally broke. I'm choosing to mentally hurt other people. 
I'm choosing to take the innocence of my, of my daughter, of my cousin, of my somebody. I'm choosing to rob somebody else of their choice and their experience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you come to terms with that, it's like, it's real. It's not as bad as everybody thinks it is coming to terms with yourself and your bullshit. Cause when you do, you realize you're not a bad person. You was just ignorant. You were lost when you gave up your innocence, you lost yourself, but you can find it again. Mm-hmm. You can be innocent again. Being innocent is living in your truth, telling, not lying, being open, honest about everything in yourself. Because guess what? No process comes without work. I could look in, I could look in the mirror and see a woman that's beautiful. She's prosperous. I could see a girl walking down the street that has her makeup, her, her, her outfit look right, hair done good, but you're not seeing all the work that it took to get that. You're just looking at the finished product like, oh, she makes it look so easy, so effortlessly. But you're not seeing the blood, sweat, and tears that came into that. Damn. Y'all, she's over here preaching a word because I'm like. I'm sick of myself. This is, no, but it's so <laughs> valid. And I think understanding, I think a big point is understanding even if you bite that apple with the consequences that come with it, you can always come back from that. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can actually get an apple that's not poisonous. You can actually, yes, you can confess those things and be honest with it and lay it out and be true to that. And it can, you can make a better decision moving forward. It doesn't mean because you bit that bad apple and now this is your experience. You're a bad person. Or that it has to remain bad. Yeah. And it doesn't. Because you choose to, every time you choose to live in the comfortability of the situations that you created, you know, live in the comfort and blanket of your insecurities You're choosing that life. You're choosing to go against the grain. You're choosing to struggle and you don't have to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, once I realized like, okay, I'm choosing to pretend like I'm, I'm I'm growing now y'all. So like at this point, I'm choosing to pretend to be transparent, but I'm not actually transparent because in reality, if you feel it, it's okay to say it and understand that not everybody has to understand it in that moment. Not everybody has to get it in that moment. Nor does everybody have to validate what it is you're saying in that moment. You are the only person that you need that validation to go through. Like just saying, like I said, because mm-hmm. if we confess it, our sins to God and they tell you, you know, God is the only person that could judge you in reality on this earth, in this physical form, you are the only person that can judge you. You're critical of yourself every single day. You are the only person that can condemn you on this earth. For the shit that you're doing, for the lies that you tell yourself, for the lies that you're telling people, for every single time that you lay down and you allow somebody to penetrate your thighs, you know, <laughs> or, you know, every time you decide to penetrate some thighs off of some lies, <laughs> you're choosing. It's the rhyming. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so this is one of those days, y'all. Like, Because <laughs> I'm really, y'all, just sitting here and looking at her like we're on a TED Talk. Because I really, again, these are a lot of things that I don't even think about. Or either I'm just really coming to terms to today. Of like, again, damn, this is a lot of what I do. And we be, it goes back to us being focused on everybody else and needing so much from everybody else and realizing like all we need is ourselves. All we need is to be honest with ourselves. All we need is to show up. All we need is to decide that we want it to be different and we can have a different apple. Like, again, it doesn't always, it doesn't have to remain poisonous, but not just that. Like, just because we're there, we can't, 
just because we're finally ready to sit in our truth or we're ready to speak those things and those feelings, it doesn't mean that someone has to jump and just be receptive to it off bat. It doesn't mean that they have to validate that for it to be valid. Because again, if it's valid for me, then that's what it is. Exactly. Because look, how long did it take you to get there? Like we said, like it took me a minute to get to this point. So how could I ever expect this person to just get it or just be able to go sit down for a second after I don't say what it is. I said, no. And that's why it's hard for us to process our emotions and our feelings now, because we aren't allowing ourselves to process those feelings and emotions. And we're not giving people the time to process those feelings and emotions. And it's like, I'm good to tell somebody nowadays, you, you emotionally unavailable. Like that's why I cannot give you my time mm-hmm. because Honestly, I'm seeing all of the things that I used to see in myself and I'm able to reject them because they no longer exist inside of me. I'm able to see me seeking validation and seeking the attention and the things that I felt like I needed. But did I really need it or did my ego need it? Because your ego needs things that you don't need. Your super ego needs things that you really don't need. (laughs) And it's like people don't pay attention to that, but those are valid points everybody want to sit there and say you got a um you know a angel and a devil on your shoulder in reality that's you versus you we done talked about this like there is no devil and no angel that's you wanting to lead this life that you know that you should lead that's gonna make you happy and then there's there's that you that's like i'm comfortable i'm scared of change i don't know what's gonna happen and i like to be in control and in reality we don't have to control anything you're in control just by not controlling because mm. the shit that you want to happen is going to start happening and the thing is, you're more in control, like, in, in those, man, I'm you telling are, y'all. because you're in control of your transparency, you're in control of your depression, your anxiety, because they're not existing, because you're doing the things to prevent them from even showing up. Yeah, because, again, we talked about that, how we create a lot of that, because I, for me, I had to check myself and realize, like, damn, a lot of the anxiety and depression that I do feel is based on me, like, That's based on things that I've, when you do those things, when you don't speak up, when you aren't honest with yourself, when you're moving about, when you're not honest with people, when you're not doing these things, you don't even realize like you're the one creating it. You think Mm -hmm. that life is just because of what you're going through, you're depressed. You think that life is so hard, but in reality, you're hard. Right. You're utilizing those defense mechanisms that your parents done passed down to you. Yeah. And like I was telling just earlier, I was having a conversation earlier on live and I just asked the girl, like, well, what do you like? You sitting there saying you like somebody. What do you like? And the things that she named, I'm just like, oh, sis, dig a little deeper. Like, I need you to dig a little deeper. But I also took that very seriously because I could see in that moment that it wasn't a game. Mm-hmm. And just like I told them, I'm like, you, everybody wants to say, don't ever put all your eggs in one basket. No. Quit putting your eggs in everybody's basket and put them in your own because you over here trying to extend yourself and hyperextend yourself and overextend yourself trying to say, you know, cause everybody do the center third. No, the reason that's happening is because everybody wants to put an egg in somebody else's basket and your basket empty. What are you giving to yourself? What are you pouring into yourself? I don't, but that's the thing. I don't think we're so focused cause that specific situation, I feel like we're so focused on what you said, like pouring into everybody else. And we feel like in pouring into everyone else that that then pours into us. Yes. But you don't get, you're not getting any, anything from what you're giving out. Mm -hmm. 
You're just being, you're just empty. You're just continuing <laughs> to be empty. Continuing to be empty. Oh, like you, Y'all should see her hand movements. But, um, sorry, y'all. When you're pouring into yourself and you're pouring <laughs> into yourself and to that extent, your cup starts to run over. I now know what an overflow feels like. I started to experience that overflow. Yeah. And when you have that overflow, you're able to extend yourself to multiple people and not even in, the, not even in a romantic way. You're able to be an inspiration. You're able to show grace. You're able to look at things from a point of view and be like, oh, this person offended me. No, that person didn't offend me. That ain't had nothing to do with me. That's that person's response to whatever that person has been through. Because in all honesty, there's no way we should be offending each other the way that we do. Because when you're in a good space, you're not out here provoking people. You're not out here unintentionally doing things or saying things that people are offended by. But if you are offended when I'm saying something true, that just means it, it's something that you need to figure out within yourself. Because yeah. why, not even why, but what triggered you as to what I said? Or what put you in that predicament for when so-and-so said, you know, something about you? Because I see it all the time, especially on live. People get real heated, real mad. Keep my name out your... No, talk about me. Talk about me. Do it. Because guess what? Now people are interested in me. People want to come over here and see what you what you hate so much. And then guess what they're not going to see? The same thing that you see? Because they see transparency. Yeah. And I th- again, going b- with that situation, because I feel like it ties so much into this whole conversation, what you're ultimately seeking. And that's why the app be dangerous, y'all. Because I think a lot of times, for the most part, it is too many people that are seeking the validation of other people. Let me start liking this person so I can get this validation because I feel so empty. I'm hurting. Yeah. This I, person gave me a little bit of acknowledgement. They yes. gave me some type of notice. So let, let me take that notice and run with it. If I took all of the notice that I got off of that app and ran with it, do you know what type of situation I'll be in? I'll be in a shitty situation. Oh, man. you be, I mean, because people will say anything. Like, And not that everyone is just talking, but again, it's getting to a space where that validation, you see that within yourself. And when you get there, you no longer have to seek that elsewhere. You know, do is it nice to have it? Yeah. Is it nice for someone to be able to validate what it is that you feel? you know, what it is that you're expressing. Yes. Like it's, I I don't think that that's a bad thing to say, you know, oh, it feels good to have this, but understanding if you don't, then your validation was enough. But if it is that you are, you need to be able to check yourself when you realize, Mm -hmm. oh, I think I actually am in a space where I'm leaning a little too much on the validations of others or I'm not validating myself at all, which is why I said on live y'all, it'd be y'all listen to this. Cause that's a conversation that you need to have with yourself. It is not up to anybody to validate you and who you are. You need to know who you are. I can't make you feel better about that. There's nothing that I can say to get you to that space. That's the space that you have to reach on your own And again, having that validation is nice. Having someone, you know, validate what it is that you feel is nice, but it's not needed when you have it within yourself. With that being said, y'all, we got to take a break. So I know this was a heavy hitter. So we'll be big.
CSX Transportation is an industry leader on the move. The railroad company has immediate openings for freight train conductors in Atlanta and surrounding areas. Join the CSX team and start your paid on-the-job training today, earning nearly $25 per hour. If you're safety-focused with a passion for great service, you've got what it takes to move your career forward at CSX. Apply at CSX.com careers. That's CSX.com careers. CSX is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. No degree is required for conductor roles. When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. Staples helps small businesses print big. The print advisors at Staples sweat the details and quality of every project. That's what they call their print big promise. They're committed to getting your print job right every time, to treating your small business like a big deal and making it come to life, and to giving you expert guidance from start to finish. And now get 20% off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more at Staples. Offer ends January 1st. And we live. Okay, we back, y'all. Because I was, I'm sorry, I was stressed out during a little break, y'all. Because when I tell you, I, listen, the pattern runs my life right now. It got to, because the pattern was just like, listen, everything ain't got to be planned out. Go into that thing with the unknown. And that's exactly what today is. It is the unknown. This, this podcast is very much so unknown today when it comes to the topics, because they're just coming with the, we, it's just coming with the lessons at this point, because I feel like we can't pre plan a lesson. We can't. This ain't school. (laughs) And y'all need to download Pattern, although they're not, you know, we're not getting no coins for it. But still, like, I feel like Pattern. They be reading me a little bit and it makes me want to grow. They do. Right. So so we're um, getting some benefit from it. So here's some transparency for y'all or whatever, because, you know, me and Jeff was talking about this earlier. And it's like one of the biggest things like I do notice when it comes to like dating in today's society is like. It's hard to date in person. Like, it's hard to meet people in person. And so it's kind of like, but we think that's normal. Like, you're supposed to go out and meet people and date from there. And that's why I feel like people shy away so much from online dating because it's a different version of things. Because how could you want to be with somebody that you never met physically? Like, how could you want to be with somebody or get to know? Like, genuinely, like, think it's going to go further if you've never got to touch this person physically. And I feel like a lot of people weigh so heavily on the physical form Mm -hmm. that that takes away from you understanding the mental that takes away from you getting to know that person completely in their entirety. Like I told Jessica, like imagine somebody touching you mentally before ever touching you physically and how great that could possibly feel because I can't lie y'all because I've been lying to myself all week and all, <laughs> honestly y'all I am growing in love I'm not falling in love I'm growing in love and it's hard to admit to yourself and it was very much so hard for me to come to terms with and I feel like that's where a lot of tension into my frustration was coming from this week because I am growing in a form of love that I've never gotten to experience before and it's It's scary scary. it's different it's frightful it's very much so giving half transparency ass energy and that's what i'm giving because i'm i like i said i was scared of you know pushing things too soon or thinking that time is time is an illusion like who's to say how long it's supposed to take me to feel anything Mm -hmm. you know and now that i'm at the part where i'm at it's like you're scared to say what it is that you want to say 
because you're afraid of the backlash or you're afraid the person won't reciprocate those things. And I feel like this was a big lesson for me. It was a huge lesson for me because in reality, when I thought about it, especially as I was listening to Lauren Hill, it's like, tell that person how you feel, genuinely feel deep down in your soul and let them know that it is okay to still move the way you're moving. You don't have to respond to me today, tomorrow, next week, next month. As long as your actions are still consistent with who it is that you are as a person, that's all that matters. That is all that matters because one of the little shindigs, I was ain't not gonna lie, I was kind of, I, I thought I was about to be a little jealous, you know, the day, you know, a little <laughs> je- and I had a little spark of jealousy in years, like, so I was just like, okay, now nah, this this isn't good, like this is very much so unhealthy. It's, it's giving very much so. I'm about to block you. I'm just kidding, but um, yeah, and I had to, you know, really pull myself in, and I like I talked to Jess, and it was I got to clarify a couple of things, and it was like the only reason I was even feeling that is because that was my that was my self sabotage mechanism trying to kick back in because this is a very much so uncomfortable zone for me, and that was my you know that was me thinking like, well, how could this even like you know thinking like, oh, I'm over here planning out their whole future. And that ain't even realistic. Like, this ain't even happened yet. This is some stuff that I saw in my own head, you know. This is a possibility that I created that isn't, mind you, might not even be a possibility right? And for this but, person. But that's why it ties into the validation because we have to go back in those moments where we are doing that. We're starting to tell ourselves things that are untrue and coming up with these things. It's like validating, like, no, like, you, one, like, this is something that you're creating, like, Trust in what this person has shown you, but I think how it ties into the physical and mental thing, I think with society, we're made to think that we can only have those type of connections when we interact with someone physically. Once you've physically seen them, then you can have those type of emotions for someone. You can have those type of feelings. You can be in that place. And it's like, who says that? Why would it be that you can only feel that when you physically experience somebody? Why can't it be that a mental connection is truly enough to get to a space where I feel like I'm growing in love with someone? And like, why is that even a thing? I think that we grow in love differently. Some of us, yes. Do we meet somebody in person and we connect and it goes from there and, you know, we grow in love? I get it now, though, because when you meet somebody physically and you don't like, I don't fell in love. You did. You damn sure did. You fell in it. Right. You fell in it. Exactly. So now you're in love. (laughs) You think you're in love. (laughs) Exactly. And you're equating all of the physical things that not that that doesn't matter, but really isn't the most important thing, the mental connection. Because you could then you could still meet somebody in person Mm -hmm. physically and mentally it not be there where you feel like you're growing in love. So why can't it be the opposite of maybe I didn't meet you physically, but I met you mentally and I'm there with you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we didn't have to physically touch connect. each other. We didn't have to have a, not one sexual conversation in the realm, you know, like you're just able to get to genuinely know that person. And it's like, ask me what I like about this. Like you can ask me what I like about this person. Like ask me what I like. And I'll let you know, I like the light. I like the growth. I like the optimism. I like the change that I see. I like the person that I see waking up, battling with themselves every single day to be a better version of themselves. And it's like, that's me. Right. This is where I'm at. Right. I see me. And it's reality. You end up with all those partners that are, you know, the, you used to them like, oh my God, that person was so horrible. That person did me dirty. In reality, you met the direct reflection of yourself. Mm -hmm. You dated a reflection of who you are, but you're so blinded 
by your own insecurities and your own ways that you can't even see that you constantly choosing the people that you are. Mm. Oh yeah. Cause that's, what's comfortable is comfortable. And that's why on both ends, when we choose someone that is reflecting those same behaviors, those same, those same toxic ways, all mm-hmm. of those things, we seek that because that's comfortable who we are and it's comfortable. <laughs> and it's the same with being in a healing space and finding someone who is healing in the way that we are and in that space because that's what we're reflecting. So you're going to get back what it is that you're reflecting. And again, doesn't mean that you got to be in a physical space to have that. Mm -hmm. You could connect with someone across the world that's in a healthy space and literally giving you all the things that you need. And it'd be like, damn, like I ain't even got to ask. Yes. And that's the validation that you need because you don't want to have to ask. For the things that you are willing to give freely. Yeah. And that's the problem. We're so busy asking people to treat us right. Asking people for honesty and and to be open and to be this and to be there. In reality, you ain't doing that with yourself. You're not giving yourself any of these things that you're asking of that other person. So how could they ever give you what you're asking for and you can't give it to yourself? And how could you attract someone who's able Able to to give you that if you're not able to give them that? Yeah. You're not able to give yourself Because like I told Jess, I was like, I thought my walls were down. I thought I was being open. But in reality, I had a secret wall back there still stacked up. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, come your ass to the front. Like, no, you got to go. Mm -hmm. Because I'm ready for you to go. Because I'm ready to, I'm excited, y'all. I'm actually excited to have this conversation. I wasn't at first, but like, nah, I got to have this conversation before Tuesday. I got to stop doing that. (laughs) Y'all, she has been revealing a lot on this show. Um, But no, it's the truth. And I think, you know, that's why, again, you realize like, it's more converse, hard conversations to be had. Yeah. It's more healing to be done. It's more revelations that come about like in your healing where you can check yourself and say, okay, yeah, I did let these walls down. But like you said, I still have this one sitting back there because in our minds, we still go to, oh, let me just keep this wall here just in case. Or yeah, I'm going to express it, but I'm not going to do too much because I don't. And it's like, no, we're still yeah. not honoring ourselves you're when we do that. Still, I, I can be afraid, but I can be brave. Like, yes. Kevin said, like my fearfulness is like I said, like I'm, I don't like, well, I didn't say it. I'm telling you now being completely transparent. My fearfulness is giving up so much of me. And it being a fluke or it being a flop. But in reality, that's not true because everything that I've gotten out of this situation has been beneficial. So yeah. I'm not leaving empty handed. And that's what people got to get out of their mind. A set of like, you're not meant to be with everybody. Mm. You're not, you're not meant to, your life purpose isn't meant to find a, find somebody to be with. That's not your life person. Your, your life person, huh? your life purpose, your life purpose is to do what, what fulfills you. What makes you happy? What makes you the person that you genuinely, truly want to be? And to live innocently, mm-hmm. you know, you can live in innocence. Like we let the world convince us that we can't live in innocence once our innocence is taken or this is taken. In reality, you can go back to living in innocence that isn't ignorant. Mm. You don't have to live in ignorance just because that's what you walked into initially. Mm-hmm. You can turn back. Like, you can decide, like, okay, I've been going down this road, but now I'm going to take a different Yeah, time. You can be fully aware yeah. And be optimistic. You can be fully aware and not afraid of the outcome. And people be like, well, I got to be prepared. You got to be prepared for nothing. Mentally, 
when you prepare yourself to t- be in a space where it's okay, no matter what happens, I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to show gratitude for the good and the bad because regardless of what happens, if it's bad or good, I'm coming out strong. Right. And I'm going to be okay. And that's what we talked about because Drika always says to me, what are you losing? You know, like even if I end up hurt in the end, and that's another reason why I think a big thing to hit on is also like taking that leap, Mm -hmm. you know, not saying, well, I'm just, cause I feel like a lot of us wait on that. Operate on that. Yeah. We're waiting waiting on that person and we end up missing out on that opportunity. Sometimes it takes you making that leap, especially when you know like, this is on your spirit. This is on your heart. This is something that you're feeling. So I'm going to live in frustration in our situation. No. Until this person. I don't have to yeah, live in frustration. You don't have to. Tell you exactly how I feel. Take it or leave it. Exactly. <laughs> Standing in that, like speaking it and understanding, even I think for me, I'm every day getting in a space and there's a lot of things that don't always go my way. Like, it's times where I really did think that. Or I could just remember being even in, in you know, rela- my last relationship. Girl, I went through it. That relationship, I just thought I couldn't live. Like, I was just, you know, and I was listening Ass to this. was hurt. <laughs> was hurt. hurt her. And I was, this song that I love, and it was like, um, pretty much saying, like, God only knows, like, what I would be without you. And it's like. Yeah, I don't know because I, I'm gonna be me. Yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep being me. I'm gonna keep transcending. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm hurt. Yes, I could walk into this and decide to take a leap and that shit blow up like a bomb. But guess what? I'm gonna still have me. Like you said, mm-hmm. I can still take those. Li- everything wasn't bad that came from this. Mm-hmm. I can still take things and move this forward. Yes, I might be hurting, but what am I losing? I'm not losing anything. And, and you know, we talked about it. You can't avoid hurt, y'all. So also getting to that point where yeah. it's like, as much as we want to just know that when we put our heart out, that it's going to be what it is that we want and that we're going to avoid being hurt, there's no way to do it. Like, sometimes that's just the reality for yeah. that situation. And not to say that you should go in with that mind mm-hmm. that let me, like, Yes, be optimistic. Don't be too optimistic. Detach, I think you like we manifest. talk about, detach, detach yourself from the, outcome. from the outcome. Yes. Let it be what it is. Give, give up control of the situation. Yes. Don't lie. Be open. Yes. And let it be what it is. Let that shit flow. And that's what people be like, well, you got to work. No, that, let that shit flow. Yeah, let it flow. Because real shit, like if you're willing to do something for free, people say it all the time. It, it don't feel like work. It isn't work. Right. You're passionate about it. And when you... Get in that mind space, take that same frame, that mind frame to this situation with this person and be like, you passionate about it. So anything that you're putting into this situation, this relationship is free. It's not right. causing you no strife. You're not working. It's flowing naturally. It is. It's a natural process of things because you being yourself ain't work. And that's what people have to understand. Oh, you got to make relate. No, you don't. You trying to make you work and then work in a place where neither one of you can exist because neither one of you are where you need to be. And that's why that shit is so work so much work and it's so hard and it's so much turmoil. It's so we button heads all the time. We arguing you doing all of that because you choosing to look at your relationships as work instead of let me fix myself. Let me work on myself because this shit going to flow. Compromise will come easier. You know? Yeah. Y'all still might butt heads have differences of opinions, but guess what? You'll be able to realize like, 
this person is allowed to live independently from me because they were living independently from me when they met me. Mm. And I can live independently from them because I was doing yeah. it before I met them, vice versa. I like to look at yin and yang because people look at yin and yang all wrong because you know how you hear like the 80-20 rule, like, you know, you, you got your 80 at home, that other 20% somebody else might have. No, that's not, that's that's dumb. That's dumb. Look at, look at yin and yang. They're not proportionate, but when you put them together, they fit perfectly together. In, re- in reality, that 20% that that person is missing is in you because you missing 20%. You think you got it all? Stop. But when you come together, you balance each other out. Because I feel like, did we talk about the how they be shaming uh, monogamous people? I'm tying, it's going to tie into what you said. Do we do we talk about that, how they be shaming people who are monogamous? Some, uh, not too much, but. Well, anyways, y'all, I, I feel like there's constantly shame around monogamy. But to your point. What you hear a lot from people, and not saying, listen, let me say, y'all are all polyamorous people. I'm not saying y'all are all there. I'm not. I'm saying I've heard a lot that say that, well, this person has 80%, but they're missing this 20% that I need. And not that that's wrong, but I wonder if they ever look at themselves and say, maybe I'm seeking something that should be in, in me. me i'm lacking you get what i'm saying yeah. so it's like we're out here thinking well let me just i and again let me reiterate not all y'all but uh, there are some that i feel are out here seeking getting these things from multiple people that they don't know how to give themselves so thinking that all of this is supposed to come from either one person or two people mm-hmm. or, or whatever and it's like if it is that you've reflected and that you know, no, this is, I'm giving that myself everything that I need and you just really are a person that has, has a, lot a lot of love, of love to, to give, give. Because I do feel like there are polyamorous relationships that were, and now we got to get Danny up in here and talk about this or nothing. But yes. that's neither here nor there. But I feel like it works for some people because they're able to, they're, they're probably living in a space of abundance where they're able to do that. Yes. But then again, there's some people, especially even straight people, people who believe in monogamous, anything like those people struggle as well thinking that's why people be like, that's why you cheated because they not giving me this. No, you're not giving it to yourself. You didn't give it to yourself. Don't You didn't cheat because it had nothing to do with that person. You're trying to justify your ignorant behavior. Yes. Your inability to find what it is that you're seeking within yourself because you don't want to look at it as though you're lacking it. Yes. You think everyone else is lacking it but you yes and so rather than us seeking it from ourselves we go seeking that from multiple people and again like i said if you're doing it genuinely knowing that you are whole and giving yourself what it is that you need and you just really again have a lot of love to give that's great but what i think i see a lot is that it is the 80 percent 20 percent and never looking at you to see if you're really, this is just something I should be giving or validating within myself and not seeking from someone else. And so it goes back to the yin and yang. Like understand, like when, once you get that, and yes, maybe you are only getting, maybe they are only able to give you 80%, but you can give that to yourself and y'all can still come together yeah, and yeah. be whole. It doesn't matter that they're lack they because a person's not going to be able to give you everything. Why should somebody fulfill you one hundred percent? Yeah, you should be fulfilling yourself. Why are you looking for full fulfillment in somebody else when that fulfillment should come from yourself? Yes, like if you're able to fulfill yourself, that person is your bonus. That person, that person is your that like it's like shit. That person's your twin flame, and I hope everybody find one. (laughs) That's the one. So, um, that person that mirrors you to show you 
you know, the person that you're becoming, the person that you need to be. And it's like, I ain't gonna lie, I do feel like that person's my twin flame because this person is showing me a mirror of myself that is like, I'm frightened because I see the growth, I see the potential, I see all of this around myself, surrounding myself, but you're also showing me what I lack within myself, you know? Yeah. Showing me the things that I'm not picking up on or putting down when I need to put them down. Yes. When I tell y'all with this episode, I I feel like I've been up probably like a lot more just quiet, but I really have been taking in a lot of what you're saying. Because again, I think it's relative to where I'm at in my own life Mm -hmm. of validation. Like, again, I've been having to fight like it. And like I said, it feels like a, but it feels so good to get to a place of that being enough. Yeah. Like, and recognizing like that I have been that person in the past that felt like I needed that so much from people felt like I needed people to express and be in the same space that I was because that's where I was. And I felt like that was the only way for it to be okay. Yes. Like I've been a person where I felt like, well, this person isn't enough, so let me, not necessarily the poly end of it, but just... But I'm going to talk to multiple people. Yes, I'm going to talk I'm not going to put all my eggs yes, in one basket. Yes, or yes. like, I'm not going to... Even the idea of settling, because it's like, I think that we all sometimes like go too far with that, because it's like, at the end of the, the day, a person is never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so what am I really waiting for when I say I don't want to settle? And y'all, of course, there's a lot of ways we don't need to be settling, not saying that, but I'm saying, what if it is that what I've, this piece or these pieces that I've been seeking, which I think a lot of times my big thing is I need someone to valid, like I need someone who's going to make me be, feel valid in what I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I really need that for a person? Like from a person, or is that something I need to keep working on within myself? myself yeah. And I think with this conversation, I realized, no, that's some shit that you need to work, work on. on with you. To get there. So, man, I'm not going to lie. It is, because when I tell you, up. like, I was I was hurt. Like, I was hurt in this past couple of days trying to figure out what... Because when I tell you it's tension, it's tension, it's tension, it's tension, it's frustration. And a lot of that tension and frustration may very well... So, I'm sitting here thinking it may be... It's mine. It's mine. Yeah. Let me, I'm going to own my tension and my frustration. And that's because I'm not being 100% valid with what it is that I'm feeling, how I'm feeling, because I'm thinking this person may not be receptive or isn't ready for the res- to receive what it is that I'm saying. In reality, the only person that has to be ready to receive what it is that I'm saying is me. Because they're my feelings, they're my emotions. So how I feel about that individual, it's okay if they don't receive it in that moment. It's okay if they don't do what it is that I need them to do to validate my ego, because that's your ego, thinking that somebody has to, you know, accommodate your false reality that you've created in your head. Mm. <laughs> facts when I tell y'all this has been a whole read and hopefully y'all can again take this in like in knowing the first like in in your mind reflect and really think like am I validating myself mm-hmm. have I been this whole time expecting someone to be my best friend and can you really say that you are your own best friend can you really say that before you run to anybody that you run, run to, to yourself. You. Do you like, can you say that? And if that's something that you can't say, that's something you need to, it's okay to say, no, I'm actually not being that 
let me work on that and let me fix that. Like I said, I've my lesson today is like I have to stop having that expectation. Yeah. That is on me to validate me. And I shouldn't have to, my desire shouldn't be someone to do that for me so I don't have to do it for myself. This is true. Because that's the truth. So story time, y'all. Story time. We got time for story time? How we got? We got four minutes? We ain't hitting no story time tonight. So I'm going to tell y'all the one little portion, though, because I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell y'all about I'll tell y'all that story. Just remind me. But, um, um, <laughs> A lot of people, like I said, a lot of people, we spend our entire lives seeking, very much so seeking something, somebody. And it's like, you know, I, the reason I said I was going to tell y'all because I was going to say his fucking name, but uh, Derek, I'll say it. He'll be all right. I'll just tell him before the episode drop, whatever, go off. But, you know, very much so had a very much so stressful stronghold when it came to each other for years, almost a decade, you know? And, um, Playing, playing, like very much so saying he did this, he did that, he did all this stuff to me, not realizing like I could have walked away from Derek at any point in time. We ain't even live in the same damn state. Go off. But uh, <laughs> we always came back together. Like we did, you know, we met in the same state, but as we got older, you know, we was tripping, but you know, taking trips, whatever. Anyway, long story short, we spent all that time and, you know, me and Derek had a little pack and it just was like, if we reach this age and we neither one of us are married, you know, we just going to get married. Fuck it. Like, we're going to get married. You know, we ain't found nobody. But in reality, the whole time we were seeking somebody, we should have been seeking ourselves. Mm. I should have been seeking myself. He should have been seeking himself. And that's the ultimate goal. Because when you seek yourself, the person that's supposed to be for you and with you is going to come up when it's mm. time. We want to rush stuff. We want to find our soul. Maybe we feel like it's a certain age. We got to have them by. No, and it takes a lot of us a long time to get there because of the fact that we're searching for everything but ourselves, everything but our true self. In mm. that knowing the universe won't present who was really for you. Because the universe is not going to let you damage them too. Yes. And that's why, y'all, it, when the, the you be tired from resisting, decide to stop resisting. Like, I'm deciding to lay the shit down. Give okay? up control. I give up. I understand that it's a it's beyond me. I cannot control it's above the me shit. now. It's above me now. So I am with I ha, I'm going to address everything it is that I need to address in me and be everything that I need to be for me. Mm-hmm. So I can be ready when that comes about. Cause y'all all know I'm a lover. I believe that we all have somebody. Mm-hmm. I refuse to be out here thinking I'm gonna be a grandma by myself. And I just know that the the universe is like I'm I'm clearly needing to, they're still growing. Like it's still so many things that I'm needing to do. So I encourage all of y'all to do that, to get to that space where you understand validating who you are being showing up for yourself in the way that you need to show up for you and not expecting that from everybody else. Being able to be enough with just you is imperative and so important if if you are wanting to be in a space where you meet your twin flame, mm-hmm. where you meet somebody, where you have that connection. And it doesn't take being in a physical form with them to have that. You can genuinely connect in the way that you should be connecting yeah, in the first you place, can't touch which each is other. mentally. <laughs> you should need nobody's coochie or their little, you know, little penis Winker. to do right Peter to do Piper, to, to, to do that. That's my favorite line, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Peter Piper, pick you the pimples. You should need that. Y'all should, 
you should be able to do you you shouldn't it should be a mental connection and if it's not that it means that it's not where you y'all you're not where you need to be exactly it's some things you still need to learn so you can stop bleeding on everybody else around you but most importantly stop bleeding on yourself Mm. i think that was a good end y'all well y'all know we ended this thing out we wrapping it up i want to let y'all know again we love you so much we appreciate all the love all the support everything y'all keep it coming keep it coming um first we gonna shout out carlos again because y'all know we honestly have there is no melanin in seattle without carlos (laughs) y'all have been asking about these graphics and these promotions and all of this so holla at your boy carlos dillard he is on instagram all of his platforms are on his page check him out um, also, Melanated in Seattle, of Very course. So. We do tag him in all the promotions. Yes, y'all. And please, please, please check him out for real. Like, y'all, y'all not really hitting. Maybe that's arrogant to say, but y'all not hitting on our promotions. I'm sorry. You're just not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah. so I encourage y'all, like, go check him out. And again, follow us on Instagram, Melanated in Seattle. Um, definitely again five star reviews y'all let us know what you think let us know what you want to hear what you want to talk about and again remember heal if you want to it's amazing I just wanted to say that I want to add that hold on let me go back go back hold on y'all hold on hold on heal if you want to CSX, a growing Fortune 500 transportation and logistics company, has immediate openings for freight train conductors in Atlanta and surrounding areas. If you are looking for a rewarding career offering paid training at nearly $25 per hour, competitive benefits, and you share a passion for great service, apply today at CSX.com careers. That's CSX.com careers. CSX, committed to supporting military and veteran families and their communities. CSX is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer that supports diversity in the workplace. When you hear about opioid overdoses, you probably don't realize half of the nation's overdoses happen in the exact same spot. It's happening right at home. Georgians are accidentally dying in their own homes because people don't understand the dangers of taking an Oxy or Perk for sleep, stress, or with a glass of alcohol. Learn how to protect your family from opioid overdose at opioidresponse.info. This message is brought to you by Georgia DBHDD. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.